0: It's the Scene World podcast. It's me. He's him. Look, I have new equipment and we're festive because <laughs> it's Christmas. Yeah.
1: True, true. Santa. Yeah. Yes. I also got my my Pro Evolution Soccer scarf because he said last time like, "Why don't you wear your your scarf from from Pro Evolution Soccer?" So, oh. hey. And, and there uh, you go. Of course, so- together with the very nice uh world pullover mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so, yes. like... I have my I have my tree I have my festive scarf I have my uh, my my Christmas themed bottle of coke Ooh. so we're, I'm gonna take the scarf off because it's really hot and itchy and it's driving me nuts because it's it's like it's summer it, it, it feels well, like summer here I guess it it will get hot. Uh, even without
1: even even without the scarves.
0: Yeah, even because without of it. the
1: guests that you are talking to. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> ha, yeah, Yeah, very nice. In in a minute, we're gonna be talking to uh Lily Stitches and Vanka Romanov. They were actually at a video game con that I went to back in September. They they were part of the burlesque show. In fact it was presented by Lily Stitches. So that's pretty cool. We're gonna be talking to them uh momentarily in a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Um yeah. In the meanwhile, you, we have some things that have been going on.
1: Actually, you should mention that they are even a part of the video that you shot for Video Game Con a video report, and um, so true. we will put it like
0: right here. Yes, yes. Sure, yeah, they were, you can. They were click in on there, it. and and uh, Lily is one of the dancers that that we have. She's the one that's I, I guess it's a cat. I thought I kind of thought it was a horse, but I'm, I'm, I don't know. Yeah,
1: and Wonka was Mario. No, she wasn't wasn't
0: she? No. But there was a brunette girl. Uh, there was a girl before. dressed as Mario. Uh Vanka was um she was um Misty from Pokemon and uh somebody ah. else that that I don't I don't know who it was.
1: Ah, okay. So, well that's something we could ask. Yeah. So anyway, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what what we talk about? Well, um, we have our new staff member Kevin Castil Castil's, also called Alterus, and he actually um, reviewed Life Plume with Wi-Fi mode. It went quite viral. Yeah, that yeah, video. that was.
0: Um, we're we're doing this new thing, and we we started it with the. Uh with, with Kevin Castiles did a, a review of Leaf Bloomquist's Wi-Fi modem for the C64, and, and now we're using our YouTube channel to um, do original YouTube content. So we have, uh, you know, we put up the, the video game con. That's finally up. I got around to it. It's up. It's there. Everything's cool. Uh, Kevin Castiles did a review of the Wi-Fi modem, which has been blowing up. I mean, it's a really good video, and it's a really cool review, so everyone should go check it out at our YouTube channel. Uh, yep. Andrew, our, our, one of our main editors, uh, did a, uh, review of, um, did a, a review of, of Heroes and Cowards. Cobards, yes. Yeah. It's the game that Jörg and I attempted to play during, uh, Extra Life and failed miserably because we couldn't get out of the first room. So that's up there. Um, and we were, we're trying to do this, uh, weekly and, and have yep. different people. So, so, We'll be having new videos coming out soon.
1: Um, yeah, this week I'm actually finally planning to put up the unboxing of uh, the Commodore phone that you yes. received, mm-hmm. the pet phone. Right. First I will do the unboxing. Yes. I will put that up early next week um, or middle next week, mm-hmm. depending on how fast I get around with editing. Right. right. And um, at the beginning of next year I will show up the review of my opinion. So yes, people, it's real. It's not fake because that's something a lot of people said after our interview, mm-hmm. which went quite viral too in the Amiga scene. Right, right. like there was a huge threat on Amiga News. Uh,
0: and did people actually think that it was a, a fake product that it wasn't going to happen?
1: Yes, a lot of a lot of people huh. said uh, that's not fake or or it's not true or not worth the money or whatever all the negativity you could get <laughs> hmm. they received in the first place and yeah so anyway it materialized and i was able to unwrap it and use it a bit uh, so the unboxing will come soon so also, what, re- are your, recorded... what are your
0: your uh, before you ac- before you actually do a review what are your um initial reactions to it uh, before but you know, not without actually you know using it for an extended period of time and really learning too much about it. just just first gut reaction looking at it and turning it on and just sort of well, my
1: first reaction was it's really very slick it's mm-hmm. it look it doesn't look very cheap. um it doesn't look like a Chinese um clone, what is something that a lot of people actually guessed, right, right um, it doesn't feel like a sheep. Smartphone, so um, it doesn't feel like who um, um, are eighty bucks phone, which is like the cheapest you can get here in Germany, mm-hmm. or I think it's who are we, who are we, or something, uh, you know. Uh, but I mean the Chinese brand that is exploding here, right, over here, and um, so it's it's really good quality. It it's running smooth. I was trying, you know, fiddle around with the emulators a bit because actually that's the first thing you want to try and it's actually, it's actually, um, feeling kind of cool to have a product saying Commodore, you know, at the beginning. So yes. So I would say first impression, not bad, not bad. Very nice. Um, Yeah. Cool. Um, it even had a screen protector pre-installed and all that and, uh, and a case delivered with it, so it comes with a lot of um, ac- accessories that you would have to buy extra if you were using an Apple product, hmm. which we do. And yeah. it doesn't come with anything except
0: the earbuds. Yeah, yeah. That that constantly break on me for some reason. Um, I think they're mel- I think they're built to break because then you have to buy more so- of them.
1: Yes. Actually, well, I'm getting new ones because it's still within the warranty, so it's not my problem. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. Yes, so that's my first my first opinion here. Cool. Um, yes, but of course, I will not be able to fiddle around with it around Christmas, otherwise my family will get mad on
0: me. <laughs> like, don't
1: play with the phone, you know. Concentrate on us. So
0: yeah, <laughs> um, so, so hey, Nicholas- did you leave your boots out and get any anything from uh, Saint Nicholas? Because Germany, we learned this. Ow, we learned this when we talked to to Crystal Herring at the last night at the museum. That Germany actually gets kind of two Christmases. They have Christmas, which is the twenty fifth, which is what we have here in, in America too. But they also get Saint Nicholas Day, which is December sixth, and they also get presents on that day.
1: Yeah, but you should mention it's actually from the Netherlands, from the Dutch people. Yeah, yeah. and
0: it's swapped over to um
1: to Germany. Yeah. Um since since I'm living alone not really. But or hey St. Yeah.
0: Nicholas doesn't care if you live alone or not.
1: Uh well there has to be somebody in front of my door leaving something, mm. you know. Mm,
0: maybe maybe next year. Who knows? Yeah yeah. yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> so we have we got more new stu- new news coming in, in that we are yep. are changing our well. First first off, our webmaster, who's been our webmaster for quite a while, uh, Chris Leinberg, Uh he is leaving yeah. the the C64 scene as a whole, but also leaving us. So our after hosting after 13 years. Yes, yeah. After, yeah, after 13 years of being part of this. So so we are no longer. Well, we're, our host is changing and Jörg is really excited about where we're going now.
1: (laughs) Oh, yes. Um, You know, I mean, the main problem here was, and I wasn't sure if we should mention it in the first place, but AJ said we should mention it, there are a lot of hosting servers for the demo scene, and a lot of them, they are so busy because it's driven by one or two people, they actually don't reply to emails or anything, or it's really hard to get any reply. And um, actually, AJ also wanted to make sure that we are not hosted by one person and suddenly it's shut down again. So we are going to be hosted by scene.org, um, the demo scene FTP server and the demo scene uh, web server that also hosts puet.net oh, and right. other things like DemoSue and scene ID, the login identity service. And um, so that's quite a cool because there are people of 20-something group and they are actually financially supported by Pixar animations, and um they're all around since nineteen hundred ninety six so since almost the beginning of the internet well, that's totally cool 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 for me um and, and I actually received an email from them saying they would be glad to host us so I think this will be a very good cooperation
0: yeah yeah I think it's a it's a good move um and and we wish. Chris Loinberg, all the best. You know, he's been with us for 13 years. He's gone above and beyond with with fixing us. And, you know, as Eric said, one of the things that we didn't really want to do anymore was rely on one person to handle everything. And in that respect, Chris has really been – he's been the one person that we've relied on, and he has not let us down at all ever, even to the point where, you know, he's – you know he he's having major life events take place things someone's in the hospital or he's got to do this or do that and he's still somehow finding a way to go and do things for us you know yeah. so i mean he's that been that was
1: totally incredible yeah, yeah
0: so he's been fantastic with us and you know we wish him all the best in everything that he does in the future and you know he's always he's always welcome at our table if he wants to you know come back and do something or or you know not maybe not necessarily be a webmaster but you know Write an article, hang out with us on the podcast, something. Yeah, you know, he's a he's a good Throwing friend of ours. Cover yeah. like he did the Tetris issue, right? Yeah. So um, we we thank him for everything he's done. And, thank you, Chris. And in our new webmaster duties, it'll be hosted on scene org. And uh, Gary Fock, who is one of our one of our editors and one of the really. Uh, Really talented guy uh, he 'll be taking over the webmastering duties, which is good because he knows way more than than either of us do at running a web page so he 's the guy that 's responsible for putting in the the JavaScript um, emulation in, implementation on the, on the website so so that's um, so it 's cool to have him and so welcome Gary to the world of webmastering. And we apologize in advance for all of the emails we're going to have, you're going to have asking you to do something for us. (laughs) Yes. Um, Yeah, right. So,
1: as you mentioned of staff members returning, actually, Sean Shane is back. Yes, yes he is. Yeah. And um, he will be writing a chapter
0: about the demo scene, the NTSC demo scene. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That will be coming up in the next issue. You know, he should really join us on the podcast one of these days because he has a really, really good radio voice. That man has some dulcet tones that, <laughs> that would just, oh, my lord, he'd, he'd be perfect. Speaking of, before we move on to other things though, we, speaking of the website, um, if you go to the Scene World website, we now have a Twitch page, a Twitch sub, sub page on the website that you can go to. And on the chance that we do a Twitch stream, which we want to do, we're, we are talking, we've been talking about this forever we've been talking about doing something on Twitch and we've done one thing. And then we did the extra life, which was a lot of, we got twitched out on the extra life thing. We had to kind of get away from it because that really hurt our butts. Um, but, but now we have, we've got the Twitch channel. We have the Twitch page available on the website. So you don't even have to go to Twitch, just go to the scene world, scene world.org and go to the Twitch sub chapter. And that's where you'll find, you'll be able to see what we're doing interact and interact in the chat rooms and all that, all that fun junk. So, so, go there check that out and we'll we'll post obviously we'll 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 announce when we're gonna do something well in advance so that you know people could, will know so you know it's not just like oh hey, we're doing something right now, look you yeah, know? so but, we actually have some things cooking for yes. next year yes so so that's cool, so that's done, and again, thanks to Chris Leinberg for doing that, he is pretty much revamping everything before he leaves so that it's ready for the next guy so <laughs> So yeah. again, th- huge thanks to him for, for really pulling through and, and being a fantastic team member. Yeah, it's really saddened me that he's also leaving the C64 scene and that video game hobby and stuff. That's yeah. really a big loss. You know, I've never understood. People say that a lot, that, you know, we're going to... that that You know, I don't have time for it. I'm going to quit the scene and, and making demos or playing games or doing whatever, and I never understood... It, it's a hobby, right? You know, and there are times when I've said, Hey, I don't have time to do or produce anything. I've got to step away from it for a bit. But at no point did I ever say, I'm quitting, I'm quitting the scene. I'm, I'm leaving this all together. I'm going to take all my Commodore 64 paraphernalia and burn them in a giant fire, fire in my backyard. Because, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a hobby. And, and what's the point of quitting something that, you know, it's a hobby. It's not like it's a job or a full-time thing, you know? There's no, and, and again, you know, I'm not, I'm not disparaging anyone that, you know, for instance, Chris is saying he, he's leaving. I'm not disparaging him for saying that, but just, you know, it, it just, it's, it's this kind of thing where at this point it doesn't take a whole lot. You have an emulator on your computer. You can play a game for five minutes if you feel like, you know, or you can look at a magazine or look at a demo and it doesn't require you investing huge amounts of time in doing that. So I never understood people that were like, I'm quitting completely because it just didn't seem it's a hobby man you know it's 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 you, you, maybe you don't do it as much but I, I don't i don't i don't believe in i don't believe in quitting
1: well i I personally had a, had a time where i didn't do anything commodore like for five years, which is actually the period between two thousand and six uh, and early two thousand six and middle of two thousand and ten mm-hmm. um so this is also where we have this gap in scene world, so right. we totally well. But you didn't quit. After I didn't quit. Yeah, I I passed, and right, right. the whole staff passed. So we we took a break. But I would never bring it over my heart to quit the scene totally. Right, right. I I would probably spend less time, but um, I would not totally quit. I mean, there are so many emotions and family m- memories and friendships. I mean, I'm I actually traveled to you to mm-hmm. see you to yep, see Andrew yep. to see um Victor in Peru Lima mm-hmm. where everybody told me I was totally crazy in doing that. Um so yes. So I would not be able to do that. Right, right. Um so yeah so thanks for, for your support for the support of the staff and um anytime. Yes, I, I hope I hope we, we go on oh, that yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, one of the things actually right now is um, that Oliver, you know, 6, mm-hmm. he's actually working on revamping the disk magazine code. Thank the good so, Lord. Yeah. So <laughs> that's something um, we are working on in, in the background, actually, Oliver. Mm-hmm. So hopefully the next issue should be a huge step forward. Um together with the emulator in the web page, together with the Twitch page, mm-hmm. together with our YouTube channel. So you see a lot of things change yes. um, yep. between the last podcast and th- this yeah.
0: podcast. Yeah. Oh, and hey, um, we should also mention that, you know, uh, we've now done The Last Night at the Museum. Um, that was a thing that, that, that Scene World was doing in cooperation with the, uh, the, the, the Film Museum of Frankfurt, correct? Yeah. And, uh, so that one, the last one happened, um, at the, uh, in, in November. Uh, the guest was Crystal Herring, who we spoke to. She used to be a part of the Frag Dolls. And, and I was kind of the other guest. I was sort of the guest co-host on that one. Um, that was one of the most successful, um, night at the museums they had. The, the uh the, the the conversation the the interactions was were pretty uh pretty active and it was it was a fun conversation we just sort of yeah we just sort of hung out and and caught up and and talked to Crystal and saw what she was doing and everything that's available on our YouTube channel as well if you want to see it it, it was a live thing on Twitch when we did it but now it's been archived and it's on it's on the Scene World page so you can check that out and and see that interview and it was a lot of fun and uh yeah so that was that was cool. Um, yeah, and, that, so and that's over. For,
1: that's... Uh, so thanks again for um, the Olymptronica organizers mm-hmm, who made mm-hmm. who made it possible that we could get um, part of their evening events. Yes, that was very nice of them. It was very very good, and I really enjoyed all that uh, interviews we did, like with um, the. Um, 3D Realm guys, mm-hmm. like with Frankie from the d scene like with Chris Hilsbeck, who was our first guest right. live in the museum,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and not to forget <laughs> um, the Tron guy. Yes,
0: Jay Maynard, the Tron guy. That was the other the other night at the museum I was there for. I was supposed to be there for a couple of them, and just things came up. You know, life happens, and I didn't get a chance uh, to, but I, I didn't want to miss the last one, so I, I, I dragged myself and made, made sure that I was there. And, uh, yeah, so it was, it was, it was a cool thing that to be a part of. And, you know, yeah, again, thanks to Olimtronica for putting the whole thing together and to the, uh, the film museum of, of Frankfurt for, you know, really, uh, giving us the space and, and to everybody that, that really helped out. Cause, you know, it's, it's again, it's sort of a thing where, where this is just sort of me and Jurg screwing around on this, but, but there was some real, you know sven fessing was was there for most of the night at the museum things and and he's he's a great guy we 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 love him he's hilarious and and so he was great and there was um who who was who was doing the video editing of that like live putting things together
1: um sebastian Kreiner. yes
0: yeah sebastian was was you know I i was on totally on top of things and and you know everything was just everything just worked fantastically with it and it was really cool to be a part of like a production like that where it almost feels like you're on TV because there's people like like pushing buttons in the background and making things happen and you know so green it's green
1: screen yeah, lamps mm-hmm, mm-hmm. people hanging around in the background and yeah, making sure yeah. that the microphones work yep. so people don't realize how much work it is um, so you, you can actually book him live at uh, livestream.watch so cool Excellent.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. what so else we got going on, John Hare?
1: Yeah. Well, he he stopped his Kickstarter because he feared that he would fail, and he decided he would go through traditional channels of normal game publishing.
0: <sighs> okay so Too we, we talked about sociable soccer yeah we talked about sociable soccer when we spoke to 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 Adam body from Konami um uh, because he was talking about uh pro evolution soccer and there's been there's a lot of soccer lately we you know there was ea you know ea sports uh, fifa uh whatever year and then you know um uh pes which was a, a really cool game and, and which i'm actually i, I still I'm, i've been playing it because it's because i have it on the other computer and it's, and it's fun and uh so so there's that one and then sociable soccer was one that we touched on that we didn't really go into detail because we didn't talk to you know but it was something that we kind of focused that we talked a little bit about on that we that we kind of hit on and so he's gonna try to i guess find a publisher and just do this the way that you would normally publish a game which is yeah and, and and we saw also with you know i I guess you you said he was afraid that he wasn't going to meet his goals right in Kickstarter, and we've seen that that is even what if he you, wrote, yeah, yeah, and we've seen that even if you do meet your goals in Kickstarter, that that doesn't always mean that you're going to be successful because it takes a lot of money to make a game and market a game and put out a game i mean it's a it's a i I didn't realize how much money it takes to make these things until we until we started doing this podcast, and then we start talking to people you know to industry people and they're like oh no that's millions and millions of dollars to make a game it's almost like a it's it's like a movie it's this is the biggest entertainment in in the world at this point video games and the teams of people and and you got to get music and licensing and all this stuff it's it, it's it's ridiculously expensive and i never i never i never thought of that i when i think of making a game i think pay me forty thousand dollars over the course of a year and i'll code a game well no that's not how it works anymore you know so That's true. so yeah so well you know uh, best of luck to to John Hare uh we'll keep our eye on it and and you know and hopefully hopefully he has you know he has success with that because sensible soccer or or um, sociable soccer seemed like an interesting concept it was different from the other ones it wasn't as wasn't quite the simulation that FIFA or or PES are. More action. Yeah. It
1: was more like Nintendo World Cup. Right, exactly. It's one of my favorite games. Yeah. So, Until today.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so you know, good luck to him. I hope he uh hope he's successful. Hey, if he wants to come on the podcast, Come on the podcast. <laughs> I
1: had the same thought. I'd yeah, like John really- Hare, hey, contact <laughs> could, uh, us. Give me
0: call my yeah. people, man.
1: Well, actually, I'm friends with him on Facebook. I can
0: yeah, That's yeah, right. get them on. Let's we'll get the soccer trifecta.
1: <laughs> After FIFA Soccer and mm-hmm. Pro Evolution Soccer, we finally talk about sensible soccer. Yeah, we'll EA, get them all.
0: Um, we'll get them all. Social soccer. Yeah, why yeah. not? Yeah. So what else we got? We got um we got the Walter Day trading cards. Yes, he actually
1: released me now officially on his website. So now you, you can can't. collect
0: Yurg and trade him and battle your yep. friends. Wait, no, that's the yep. wrong. That's the yep. wrong trading card game.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and he also started a science fiction hmm. series. So
0: Okay, is that is that what what's what is that like actors from science fiction shows and stuff? Like I imagine um, Is there like a like
1: directors stuff? I imagine yeah. it's
0: probably like a Leonard Nimoy card and 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 stuff like that and yeah. Or is, or, or yeah. is it the characters? Is it like, is it a Leonard, Leonard Nimoy card or is it like a Spock card?
1: I, I don't know, actually. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm not really deep into science fiction. Ah. But I guess, I guess it will not be easy to get the card together because he needs um, permission from the living people. Yeah. So. I guess he has his way to contact William Shatner and stuff. <laughs> he probably knows how to get in there. Yeah. Walter Day is like, ever, everywhere,
0: everywhere. He is like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. cool. That's cool. York's card is on there. Mine might be there someday if he ever decides that I'm important enough to make a card. <laughs> I'm, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm not. By the way. Oh, you are the podcast mm. guy. I'm the magazine guy. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So
1: Yeah.
0: And and there's a um what else we got? Ind- individual computers. Yes, they actually they actually released
1: um No, it's not the Retro sixty
0: four, no. Um it's um Retro sixty four is a demo group run by yeah. <laughs> run by no, Dustin no. Chambers. It's
1: a C sixty four reloaded. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's actually the second batch that ran like um, uh, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. where you could order in the middle of the night at um, between a noon. No, sorry, moon. Right? No. Yeah. What? Twelve a.m. and three a.m. You could order
0: your for so. Reloaded. Um How much? How much were they going for? What do they cost? One hundred sixty-five euros. That's yeah. not that's not too bad. And this is well, this is less, a if
1: you're living in the USA because you don't have any European tax to pay. Yeah,
0: right, right. But there's there's um, this is this is a a redesign of the sixty-four. It's a new motherboard for the C sixty-four with some with some additions to it and whatnot. And it's it's mostly yeah. compatible with with the 64. So i mean
1: 99% kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, in
0: 165 euros. I don't know what that translates to in in dollars. I'll tell you in a second because I'm going to look it up. But um yeah, you you have to take into account that you need another 100 bucks for the ships and it's the about keyboard. A, Yeah, it's about $180 American. Yeah, those are my dogs barking i'm not gonna edit that out because i can't um uh, yeah so so um it's about 180 dollars american and you still need to get the you, you have to put the chips in it still yeah really i oh okay yeah because so,
1: the chips are out of production he doesn't have enough okay to sell them and is it all
0: the chips or is it just a select
1: most of them most yeah. of them
0: okay yeah. okay. It's so. actually
1: changing from model to model from run to run, so you you have to you have to read that on the web page.
0: Okay. And and what and is if the if web page? Sir? For,
1: um good thing, good question. Mm-hmm. It should be icomp.com.
0: Okay. No, we'll put the link. Icomp. We'll put the link down ic- there. You'll see it. icomp.ge Okay. Okay, well, links down below us where you can see it and potentially click on it and all that stuff. So,
1: uh, clicking is not possible in YouTube videos. Uh,
0: well, yeah, but we'll put it in the in the information section on the bottom.
1: You can click on other YouTube videos, but yeah. not on uh, external websites except yeah, yeah. our own hmm. because ours is connected with YouTube.
0: Right, right. Technical geek stuff. Yes. So, so that's cool. Yeah. So that's pretty nifty.
1: Yeah. And um, well
0: Yeah, well we've got the... we've got We've got um, Lily Stitches. We have yeah. and, and Vonka Romanov, waiting over there. So uh, we've. I think we've spoken. We've we've babbled enough on this stuff. So let's get to the, the fun part of this, and uh, we'll bring them in and and and. And this is actually weird because normally we do these intros after we talk to the person. So, so we always have this awkward moment when we're like, like, well, we're going to talk to them. And actually, it was a cool interview because because we've done it already. But in this one, we're doing the interview. We're doing the the intro actually before we even talk to them. So, so I don't know if it's going to be a good interview. I imagine it is because because I don't see how it possibly couldn't. But I don't know what we've. I I don't know what we've talked about yet because we haven't done it. So. <laughs>
1: Two pretty girls, two pretty guys. What could there yeah, be exactly. wrong? Exactly. What
0: could go wrong? <laughs> so, so let's bring Being them in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So let's bring them in, and uh, yeah. All right. Well, welcome to the podcast. We are talking to Lily Stitches and Vanka Romanov. Yay! Wow. <laughs> hey. And and running. I see you're you're also festive. I've got my my tree behind oh, me for the holidays. Wait a
2: minute. We, we may we we, we didn't were, plan this. We didn't plan our cat. <laughs> Festive
0: um, <laughs> sweaters, shirts. <laughs> she Fantastic. showed up
2: and I was like, oh my God, this is great.
0: Great.
3: Just crazy cat ladies.
0: Always. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you guys are burlesque dancers um, and you specialize in things like cosplay and video game burlesque. And we actually, I, I, I actually saw you at a, a video game con when you guys did that in September. So, it's awesome. Yeah, so, so we thought it would be a good idea to have you guys on here because we usually go with retro gaming stuff and that's pretty much where you, you almost specialize. Although you do more than just game stuff. You also do uh cosplaying burlesque and, and yeah. I saw something about Nickelodeon.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I've done uh two Nickelodeon well, three Nickelodeon themed burlesque
3: shows and I ruined childhoods. So. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. <laughs> But they, they call it nerdlesque these yeah. days, doing okay. so like just nerdy burlesque in general.
1: So all kinds of characters.
2: It's got kind
3: of a big like yeah. it's, it's it's like a big blanket
2: of things now.
1: Right. Nerd sounds perfectly fine for me. <laughs> 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 so um, yeah, so how did you actually start all that? Um, I guess it's kind of special.
0: That's a generic question. <laughs> how did how did um, this begin?
2: When I started doing the nerdy burlesque, it actually wasn't that big of a thing. It was very few and far between. So it was like really crazy that these people were like, oh man, sexy girls taking their clothes off as video games. Whoa. And then I met you.
3: Yes. um, I I started way later than than Stitches. Um, (laughs) I started a little over three years ago. And I started because I actually went to old cosplay burlesque shows at conventions featuring Lily Stitches over here. And I just remember watching her particularly <laughs> for perform and going like, oh my God, that looks amazing. That looks like the funnest thing I want to do that. Thing. It is the funnest and, thing. <laughs> and so then, you know, I would go and up and talk to the cast members after the shows and we made friends and it was just a matter of time before,
0: like
2: we the stars aligned. We made friends and, and got drunk together. Yes. And then after <laughs> that, it was all magic. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's how you got to do it. Hey, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how big of a thing is, is the nerdlesque now? Because this is honestly, you know, I, I don't really do too many, go to cons very often. So this is kind of the first time that I've been exposed to that sort of thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, so I, I don't really know what the, you know, how, how, how big is it? Is it a, a large kind of field now or? or
3: It's like its own separate community now. Hmm. Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Like burlesque has gotten bigger and bigger lately. Um, It's, you know, had a big resurgence over the last like 10 years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's really just getting bigger. There are festivals in every state all over the country and in other countries all over the world. Um, And Nerdlesque, nerdlesk had its first like Nerdlesque festival- Three years ago? I think Two two years ago. Two years ago. Um, So Nerdlusk is starting to become a bigger thing in and of itself within the burlesque community. There was one in New Orleans recently too. Oh really? And then the the New
2: York one is going to be in April. Mm -hmm. So
3: it's huge now.
1: (laughs) Okay. And I wonder, are you also connected in your personal life, like as a hobby with video games?
2: Oh yeah. I actually spent about two hours a day playing the original Bioshock and um, it's horrifying.
3: Yes. Yeah, I uh, we we have actually did a, a BioShock Infinity show yeah. when the game came out. Hmm. Wow. It's my back. favorite. That was fun. But you like Pokémon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um if you you saw the show, so yes. Um, yes. I think I think my uh my most popular like fan favorite act would be also like It's my favorite. Well, well my, no, Hollywood's my favorite, but I definitely destroyed <laughs> childhoods. <laughs> um That's why we're
2: <laughs> friends. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that was actually one of the, the aside from the burlesque aspect of it, the, the actual the, the the Misty costume that you had with the, the Misty bit was actually it's a really good cosplay in and of itself. Like you could just go out with the costume on and and, you Definitely
3: know, I have. thank you, yeah. be a very convincing I've, I've, Misty. I've worn that costume out in a few different ways because um, for whoever obviously didn't see it. Um, It's like normal Misty costume, like the shorts and the suspenders and the yellow shirt. But then underneath the yellow shirt, I have a poke bra that's all rhinestone. And then under (laughs) the poke bra, I have like the Starmies and and Starry Panties and things like that. So um, it's just got multiple layers. So depending on how naked I'm allowed to be, I can wear (laughs) however much of it I want.
2: But to add on that too, like um, with the nerdlesque It depends on the person, but I know you and Mm -hmm. me, we always like get into those like details Mm -hmm. because we cosplay Mm -hmm. and like the friends of ours that do this too. We Like we all cosplay and stuff and then to have those extra details Mm -hmm. to be able to wear it to a convention. So then you're promoting yourself, you look awesome and then you're promoting your shows. Mm -hmm. So you want it to be as spot on as possible or you can modify it to a more sexy,
3: burlesque way. And it works either way, but, you know. Just rhinestone everything. Rhinestone everything
2: (laughs) and fringe. There's also (laughs) been
3: uh, a trend in just the cosplay community outside of burlesque, where cosplayers have started doing like burlesque Burlesque versions of characters. With lots of feathers, always (laughs) the feathers. Mm -hmm. Like, and big (laughs) headdresses and stuff like that. So, of course, a lot of the like, nerdy burlesque performers who do cosplay are like, Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Hold
1: on. Yeah, that's actually something I saw like some weeks ago, like a nude Tom Raider cosplay or something. Mm
0: -hmm. So, yeah, it's it's something I said to you. I don't really know how you do a cosplay when it's like nude cosplay because there's no there's no costume.
3: You totally can. Oh yeah, you totally can. You just have to <laughs>
2: add elements of the cosplay. Like when you're Misty, you're mm-hmm. naked and you have the Starmies, mm-hmm. or the Stariums yeah, and like, your Water Pokemon.
3: Yeah, like um uh. So I recently joined a uh, Geek Goddess, which is if you've ever heard like like it's a sort of like a Suicide Girls type of thing, um where you can get a membership and you can see like whole sets. And I my first set launched a while ago, a couple months ago, and it's as Misty. So like it's a strip set. But I have so many layers. I was able to like be basically completely <laughs> naked, but still have misty things going on and be very that. recognizable as misty. Mm. It's true.
0: And and what is the what is the website that we can hang on?
3: Ooh, is They're it looking for me?
2: <laughs> always,
0: some, something always happens. Something like that always goes on when we're trying to.
2: Oh yeah. As long as nobody
1: is tr- drilling a hole behind your back in the you wall or something. Know, that, that happened once too. That happened once too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, so uh, yeah. So the,
3: um, um, I'm, I'm looking it up. I forget yeah. if it's, it's, if it's geek or my goddess.com. Mm. I think it's my geek goddess.com. Yes, it is. I mean, and it's also, you know, um, geek goddesses on Instagram and Facebook and I follow else. all of it. <laughs> <laughs> but for, for the membership to actually like be able to view everything. That's my geek
0: Okay we'll add that link in the podcast description and all that.
3: Cool. Yay.
0: So, so what is your favorite genre to to do this with? Is it is it games or or is there something that we don't that we don't know about?
2: I I do Harley Quinn. That became mm. like my uh my signature. Mm. So she's like I guess like comics for me. Like I love games and I do, mm. you know, Felicia mm-hmm. and I do Elizabeth and you know, I do other video games but like Comic books for me are mm-hmm. more of my favorite.
3: Mm. I've done I've done a good number of comic things, but also like sci-fi and Joss Whedon um, <laughs> stuff like that. Like, okay. um, <clears throat> I have a, a Lilu act from The Fifth Element. I have the tattoo. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's our <hardcore. laughs> Um, <laughs> so I have I, I have a Lilu act. Uh, what else? Um, <clears throat> I've done a couple different Joss Whedon related. Acts like besides, like I have a Black Widow act, yeah, yeah. which is Avengers, so technically Joss Whedon, but also comics <laughs> yeah. and um, what else? Uh, Illyria, but nobody's ever heard of Elyria, so it's fine. <laughs> I only
2: really know
3: Illyria because
2: of you, yeah. So,
3: yeah, whenever Illyria is one of my favorite uh costumes, but uh, it's it makes me sound really pretentious because I'm like, oh hey, do you remember that show Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Well, do you remember the spin-off show Angel? <laughs> well, in the last third of the last season <laughs> of the spin-off show Angel, there's this one character earlier, and she's really cool and I have a realize Your are. I know. You're a jerk. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> <You're a jerk. laughs>
1: so so one question that that people always ask me, like among my friends when when, when they talk about such things is like what makes somebody want to strip in front of people you know and especially on a show where everybody can see you
2: well uh, my answer is kind of like um, when I started doing burlesque I did it in an I'll show you guys kind of manner because uh, I wasn't asked to do it originally for the first show so the next show I was like I want to do it and I'm gonna strip I'll show you and then that's how that happened (laughs) and then it's like after that like the you know it was like all right cool let's figure out an artistic way to take my clothes off as Felicia from Darkstalkers like let's be fun with this and how would she do it without being like over the t- well, it's a little raunchy. <laughs> it is. It's well, a little raunchy with
0: the <laughs> tail. <laughs> right, but burlesque isn't necessarily. It's not a. I, I would. I would almost put a differentiate it from just. It's not just stripping. It's. It's. There's a. There's an art form to it. <sighs> you, take this one? you may right. so take so this one. so. There's there's a lot of
3: burlesque performers. There's a lot of divide amongst people who say like. Like I'm a proud stripper. I identify as a stripper because mm-hmm. I do burlesque. Or people saying like, "No, we're not strippers." And I we're think artists. that I think that if you strip when you perform, that is a kind of stripping. Like they' think of stripping as an umbrella term, and under that umbrella, like yes, burlesque fits into that. But it's not like burlesque and stripping are really like the same thing at all. Mm-hmm. Like what we're doing is essentially the most glamorous form of stripping. <laughs> like, and when we mean to say. The least paid. We're paid (laughs) a lot less than strippers. I wish I made as much as strippers. And and there's nothing wrong with being a stripper. Like I've done other kinds of sex work and that's fine. Um, But like we, we do the stuff where we're on stage and we get to choose our costumes and we have most, for the most part, like artistic, like decisiveness about what we want to do. We can come up with our own ideas and create an act and nobody's supposed to stuff dollar bills in our panties or get lap dances in no. the back room and snort coke off of our asses. And not like, today. And, least. like, that's one job, but this isn't that job. No, but, I mean, we do get tipped. We do get tipped, yes. But the, every now and then somebody tries to throw a tip at oh, me throw while I'm performing, but they're not supposed to do that. I throw it back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I remember there was a uh... – yeah, I remember that from a, from a video game con. I don't think anyone threw anything at you. They were no, it was very well behaved.
2: Con was very sweet, very respectful. It was mm-hmm. awesome. It was such a great experience. So, I, I
3: find that the nerdy audiences are usually the most respectful. Oh, yeah. Like mm-hmm. we also do burlesque that's not nerdy at all. Um, and like if you're doing burlesque in like a bar for oh. an audience that isn't used to burlesque, that's usually going to be the most like rowdy, awful crowds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they like to see what their hands yeah. but nerds, yes, yeah. nerds are super respectful mm-hmm. I also really like I do go-go dancing a lot mm-hmm. and I love go-go dancing for nerdy audiences like as an intermission like during yeah. the show or something like that more than I like go-go dancing for any other group because like the nerds will be the most respectful like geeks will just like form a line and like respectfully like tip me like yes please <laughs> take my money okay and I can like for when go going for like a nerdy audience, I can incorporate like I don't have to just be like super serious, sexy dance. Like I can also just like throw a couple like ridiculous I do that anyway. Like <laughs> moves in there and it it just like makes people laugh and it's really just more fun.
0: Hmm. It was very it was a very very nice environment. All except for Billy Mitchell. I don't know how cognizant you guys were of the beginning of the show. But as you were beginning, Billy Mitchell, who is the you know, world champion Donkey Kong master Yeah,
2: who was, I at, think was.
0: Yeah, he was at a video game con and he was about to beat Donkey Kong and you guys were beginning and it was the most hilarious thing because you were starting to dance and he was about to beat Donkey Kong and he was screaming that everyone has to pay attention to him. In fact, he had somebody go up and have uh, the, the guy that was kind of emceeing sort of announce that Billy Mitchell is about to beat Donkey Kong if you want to see that instead of this. And it was it was we were like, the funniest we were, thing.
2: We're backstage, so it's like when we're backstage we can't we're like in a bubble.
3: Yeah, yeah. we're just yeah. worried about like do I'm I afraid. have my do I have my props? Like did I put the right pasties on? Where's my this? Like does the kid, like and does the kitten know how to set the stage for me? When do I go on? So wait, mm. he was screaming to pay attention.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: He was. He was. He was totally. He was totally like, I'm about to beat Donkey Kong for the eight trillionth time. But look Don't, at me, I not them.
3: Dancing girls, no Don't look dancing at me. Girls, no. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and 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 the uh, the guy that was emceeing, who who was a, a friend of yours, and I, I think he has a podcast, which we'll plug down here when he's awesome. Done. Hmm. he at one point he even said and I, and I think i've got it on the video that we put up of it he's like he's like it's your choice kill screen or boobs you know? <laughs> <laughs> but it was a uh, it was it was entertaining I mean, to watch
2: i've been at anime conventions mm-hmm. and we would be promoting our show like hey come mm-hmm. see our show in hall b at midnight and it's cool like naked ladies and people go no no i'm going to the yaoi panel it's like <laughs> That's cool. That's also weird, but um, these are
3: living people.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: There's
3: there's nothing like live entertainment. No. Right. <laughs> it's dying art. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So you are also the founder of the Ink and Paint Club Burlesque, or one of the yes. founders.
2: Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I am the host and co-founder.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: everybody, I, everybody has to listen to me when I have the mic.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah, Occasionally I will host when Lily's not there. When I'm changing, I'm yeah. like, yeah. stop! Okay!
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, we, we
2: specialize in nerdy, but we also do, like Bonka said, we, we do, do a lot of classic. classic and,
3: or what's called Neo.
2: Like modern stuff. and
1: uh-huh.
2: But we do specialize in nerdy fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just because uh, you are a bit nerdy yourself, because you like the video games, And as I said, you have more control over your show.
2: Like, I prefer being in nerdy shows. Like, I love Mm. doing my classic stuff. I love getting silly. Mm. But it's like... When Harley became my signature act, it was on accident. Because it was just an act that I did once. Like, this is fun. And then I kept doing that one act because I got to be myself. You know, when I get to be Elizabeth from Bioshock... I get to be as angry and dramatic as possible. And it's awesome. <laughs> so it's like, and it's harder for me to find that when I'm doing a classic act to say, beyond the city. Cause then it's like, oh, let me just be glamorous. Like,
3: I think, I mean, it depends on your personality and all. Like there are some, some girls who perform where they are showgirls through and through oh, and yeah. it doesn't matter what they're doing. Like they are showgirls and they're oh, yeah. amazing. Um, I find that sometimes when I'm trying to embody a certain character, it's easier to, in, in a weird way, like this This doesn't entirely make sense, but it's easier to pour yourself into that character and into embodying that character and somehow it, it can feel more real mm-hmm. um, and more genuine than putting together a classic act where you're like, well, I just want to embody a feeling like this, I guess. And there's less there's mm-hmm. of a guidance. And where, whereas if you're trying to be a certain character, you have you have more of a directive to know what you're pouring yourself into and what you're trying to embody. That is perfectly nice. said.
0: <laughs> so it's it's a kind of a form of acting in and in of itself because of you course. have to yeah. kind of pick up the, the, the character and, and embody that and sort of really... You know, push that through, and and you, Ivanka, you've actually been, you, you're you're on the cover of a movie. I know at least.
3: I am. <laughs>
0: <laughs> your, your, your your disembodied head is is on the cover of uh, Kids Get Dead Two, I believe.
3: Yep, yeah it is. <laughs> <laughs> I um I've been making that like zombie like eyes roll to the back of my head face like very easily at partners of mine to scare them forever. Apparently my eyes just roll into the back of my head really easily and nice. so I I like they said that I had to be beheaded so that was just immediately what I did and it ended up being put on the cover and on posters and everything. <laughs> it was just really funny at the premiere seeing like my face doing that expression <laughs> like up on a wall.
1: So, so how do you actually, Lily? I think you organized the show from a video game con. How do you actually organize a classical show? I, I, I remember HJ told me like it was very much um, notable. For example, that Kirby act yeah. was oh actually God, somebody so was putting something well, on
2: instead see, of off. See, I'm really, really, really lucky that I have friends that are as dorky as me so ellie who did ellie quinn she's from richmond virginia she i I'm, i've been good friends with her for years like i knew you had misty and you had holly mm-hmm. uh luna chase is like my best friend in the whole world and she has been working on her link acts and she started doing burlesque and now it's like at it's like peak it's amazing it's always been amazing but now it's like whoa um Phelan links she um I, I came to her, I said, do you have any like video game acts? She's like, I will make them. And Ellie, in coincidence, had a video game show coming up, I think, like a m- month after ours. So I said, hey, do you have any classic video game acts? And she was like, I'm working on two. I said, perfect, you're booked. So she rolls up with Kirby. And all of Ellie's acts, like, when she says, I'm going to do this thing, it's like, What is she going to bring? Because it's always something like over the top and amazing. It's like, oh, my God. So when she came out, she was inflating Kirby backstage. (laughs) And we were just like, what's happening? (laughs) So it was awesome. It was so great. I'm just lucky to know a bunch of dorky people like me. So when I say, hey, I got this nerdy show, who wants to do it? (laughs) (laughs) Basically. (laughs)
1: There's not really much of a planning involved kind of. You're you, you are asking around your friends.
2: Yeah, I mean, but there is planning because it's like herding a bunch of cats. <laughs> um, we're all buddies, but it's like you have to organize all these people to be in the same place at once. Mm-hmm. And then you have to organize the show based on what acts. Like, your Misty act is super cute and mm-hmm. silly. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then it's like, Phelan's Alice act was super Bloody and like intense, so you have to line up where to go. Because also you have to take into consideration that Phelan's
3: act was incredibly messy. So you don't want like you don't want to put someone at, put someone performing when they're going to get blood everywhere. Like you'll put down a tarp and everything, but there's only so much you can do sometimes. And then have someone go on after them with an all white costume, like you, <laughs> like you are in Hollywood, and that's all white. So I would hate to be like, okay, Phelan goes first, the beginning of the show.
2: And then you come out as Holly, and then you have a big old stain. That's happened to me more than once in shows, and it's the worst.
3: <laughs> or like I'm sure they're like with the Nickelodeon striplodian. Oh, no um, one did
2: slime. Okay, no one did slime.
3: No, really? Really? no, because of that reason. Oh.
2: <laughs> also, we did very specific stuff. Mm-hmm. So.
1: <sighs> yeah. So um, I also wonder how how about your life plannings? Because I know Lily, you have a day life job, and. Um, I do. <laughs> yeah. So so I guess I guess how is that um in this society? I mean, is that a problem sometimes?
2: I used to work in childcare. And I actually got fired from a nanny job because back when I first started performing, I was very willy-nilly about my real name and my stage name. And she googled my name, like some people do, and she found a link to Lily Stitches, and she fired me on the spot. Oh, Um, okay. My current job, a couple of people know because of pure coincidence. Like, one person went to Steampunk World's Fair Mm -hmm. and saw me there and was like, hey, I know you. I was like, no, you don't. And then one girl actually saw me at a local event because she was there seeing another friend perform. Okay. But I keep it very separate because it's just two different lives. Like my friends who know, and my family who knows are very accepting, but not everyone is. There's a stigma.
0: Yeah, it's an, it's an odd thing too, because when we, when, when we were talking about putting up the video uh, of, of a video game con again, um, I was showing him some of the videos that I had taken and, you know, we, we got to the, the burlesque part and I was like, I was like, I don't know if we should put all that on there. And he's like and 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 you're kind of found it funny because we they I guess that all of the stigma isn't quite the same outside of the u s because he thought it was hilarious that we have such a thing against nipples here,
3: oh my god, we're such prudes really yeah <laughs> <crazy>. hey. <clears throat> um i my situation's a little bit different um although I do have uh, like a muggle name and a muggle life um I, I, you know, have a normal day job and things like that. Um, I really, like, I do keep the names and things separate for, for like, I don't want somebody to search my real name and find Vanka Romanov and all those things, but, uh, most of my time is actually spent doing, uh, running kink events. Uh, so I've been in the BDSM community for about six years. So that's something that I pour a lot of my energy into in addition to burlesque. And I have a degree in psych. Eventually, I do want to go to grad school, and I want to specialize in some form of, like, kink-positive sex therapy. Awesome. Uh, so someday, I would like my eventual goals that after, like, more years of schooling and et cetera and so forth that um, – my lives will not be a hindrance to each mm-hmm. other, and like my experiences will all work together and it won't be a problem if people find out that I've done burlesque or that I've run kink events, but it'll just be evidence that I know what I'm talking about, but that's like super long term goals um <laughs> but I'm pretty much out to everyone in my life about all the things that i do
1: yeah it's something um, that I just noticed because when I was trying to contact lily lily when i tried when I tried to contact you, my first try actually failed. I think my email went under uh, tons of other emails. So Oh, maybe.
2: oh wait. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so, I think you went to another email first. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, sure. And then then I was like, okay, so she actually has a real name and then I was I was trying that and then I found you on Facebook and so on. So actually yeah. I tried I tried the official way but that didn't work. So no. in <laughs> case in case you wondered why I was uh, hunting you down or something because no,
0: it's fine. He's <laughs> relentless.
1: Yeah, we, we, we tried for a couple of weeks and then I was like, okay, now now I do some more intense search and um yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so, so I guess I guess that's that's actually an issue because you, you see that on movies and kind of, you know, that people have two lives and then their normal job is saying, "No, we are not accepting um what you do." Um I kind of had, had a similar experience when when I when and I started. talking. you were talk- stripping? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants to be stripping. Oh my god, no. But when also, when so I was basically. when I was actually yeah. talking to random people on ICQ some ten years ago, and I actually found um, a nude model from Czech Republic, and then we got friend, then we became friends on Facebook, and all my other friends were like, "Oh, nude pictures on Facebook." Look at that. So I was like, oh my guys, get real, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> so
2: I also work with people who are lovely and beautiful and great and so friendly, but they are very close minded. Mm-hmm. So, like, sometimes I'll be like, hey, you guys want to know about this cool thing? But then they'll be like, these girls wear sh- skirts that are too short and they are bad. So it's like, all right, I'm going to just be over here <clears throat> and being bad. So. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's always um, about um, how you see things, how open-minded you are, and um, how closed-minded you are, and so on. Um, yeah, in the
0: U.S., we have a lot of closed-minded people.
1: <laughs> well, it's, it's I, I just think I just think no matter what you like to do in your in your life as a hobby or whatever, you are still the person you are. And it doesn't influence you if you are a bad person or a good person. that's not influenced by um one hundred percent by what you do in your free time well, you can do you can you can be a bad person still stripping or you can be a good person and be, be stripping or something i think I think that 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 two things should be seen separately you know
2: yeah. I mean as long as you're not hurting anyone, what does it matter yeah mm-hmm. exactly yeah.
3: yeah.
1: But it's still it's still an issue. Like I said, with that uh, Czech model, it was suddenly a big a big topic among my friends, and it surprised me because for me it was it was a no-brainer. I didn't think about it, you know.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, and, you know, and, and I, some
3: I, friends are nude models at this point, sure, part, or part, partial. Part. <laughs> well, most of my friends do cosplay
2: <laughs> yeah. or they model or whatever, but it's like on my muggle profile, like it's family and it's like my in-laws and some know but most don't. And it's like I I don't want to answer questions at family dinner. So <laughs> <laughs> ah.
1: yeah. Well I, I wasn't I wasn't even sure if I if I I was allowed or should ask that question, but I thought well, hey we, we are getting some perspective here from you. Uh, so
3: what were you gonna say? Well I mean I was gonna say like Like my, for the most part, my family knows, um, I'm like all out. Uh, I think I'm not like, I'm not out online per se, like on my, on my muggle Facebook, I'm not going to be like, guys, if you didn't know, I stripped, just making sure you all know, (laughs) (laughs) like, like most of them, most of them do know, um, I'm just not posting about it on that Facebook Mm, page, mm. but what's weird is when like, like my girlfriend does porn And it's really weird when, you know, like I'm out on on Facebook, like, yes, we are a couple, like we are together. Here's us going pumpkin picking or like decorating the Christmas tree and doing like normal couple things. And then I'll get a message from someone who I went like, who's who I know from college will be like, I found the porn of your girlfriend. Oh my and god, I was hoping I'd find you on there. Wow, she's so really hardcore. You're lucky. Like, like <laughs> I don't need to know that you fapped to my girlfriend. That's- like, Ooh, <laughs> it's just,
1: that's it's that's cringe. way over the top. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that's- it's
3: like, like, I've gotten messages from like random anonymous people. Who are messaging me as vanka who've never met me before through the internet that are just like oh yes here's my dick like look at my dick pics and like that's gross <laughs> but by comparison <laughs> when it's someone i actually know who's messaging me like i'm an anonymous stranger I just like you, pin up model like and they're like <laughs> telling me that they're masturbating to all these things i'm like oh. but i know you you know me <laughs> like that's that's when it's just the most uncomfortable oh
1: <laughs> jesus I got
3: you (laughs) a stick. I'm gonna just get pictures of dicks offline and just. Yeah. Do you remember the dick pic I received of myself? Yes, I do. (laughs) One guy um, who had a like strap-on fetish or something took a photo of me um, and photoshopped it so good so that I had a big throbbing penis (laughs) in the image, and then he sent it to me and asked me if I liked it. (laughs)
0: Wow.
1: So, female version of yourself.
2: Hey, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs>
0: which yeah. you know, you, there must be some. You must come into contact with some interesting people, because and by I think, interesting, I mean horrible and creepy.
3: Really, like messed up, awful person. We meet. We also meet someone who's really yeah. genuinely, mm-hmm. uniquely wonderful. Oh, I've met more wonderful than like. Yeah. But it's like once in a while you'll get
2: that message like that's so uncomfortable you just want to just hide. You just want to hide. I get a lot of those like, "Hey baby, you want to go on a date mm-hmm. No, I don't. And then they get mad when you're like, "No, thank you. I I am with someone." They're like, well, "What are you doing?" And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: I, you know, I'm, I've never understood how how a lot of people will do like the random unsolicited dick pic or loves- yeah, or they'll do or, or they'll do that sort of thing where it's, you know, you know, hey baby, you got some pretty mouth or you know whatever nonsense. That was someone that they don't even know. And it's like it it boggles my mind that it, but the scariest thing is that it has to work at least a small percentage of the time, otherwise there'd be no point in doing it at all.
2: But It's like the thing that baffles me most is when they get angry when you're like, mm-hmm. "Ew,
3: why did you do that?" And they're like, "Well, I thought you wanted to see it. Why would I want to see it?" Or like when you turn someone down and then they call you a whore. It's oh, like, oh, actually, I'm not a whore. I turned you down, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but that I didn't
3: call you my rates. I just turned you down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that but that's interesting because because one of my one of my hobbies is sometimes to talk to strangers, and that's something I that I'm doing. you were doing since say it was t-
0: sending dick pics.
1: No, 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 actually.
3: My hobbies, because once I got that dick pic of <laughs> me, I sent it to everyone I needed. <laughs> I
1: no, it. no. Uh, so Get actually, what, what I wanted to say is, from my perspective, I understand your issues, because um, I have this hobby of um communicating from all over the world. It's one of my things that, that I do since 15 years. And I had things like random girls tripping in front of the webcam, or sending me moans, moaning sounds on my Skype voicemail. I was like, oh my God, what's, what's that? You know? That's
2: awesome. Yeah.
0: That's that's pretty good. Where did you, where did you find those people? (laughs) I've yeah, I've been online just as long and I've never found anything like that.
1: (laughs) And and then and then it's interesting when when girls when girls write to me, please don't present me your dick pic and I'm like I'm not or don't don't moan or something and I'm like saying I'm not planning to because I've received the same kind of crap. And I didn't enjoy it at all, you know. And they were like, why? You are a guy. You are not supposed to receive anything like that, you know. Mm. But it happens. Some some people are really very, very odd and very sick in their mind in a way. Yeah. Odd I'm- is the word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: I think odd can be really positive or really negative. <laughs> we definitely encounter a lot of odd. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah, it's 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 interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, I mean, nowadays you you are totally. I mean, it's totally coming to your face. I mean, if you if you if I but when I started following um, Wonka on on Twitter, I I instantly got an email like, "Hey, maybe you like this guys too." And then I got porn stars, you know, to follow. <laughs> no. So yeah, so
3: it's, it's my girlfriend's fault. So
1: it happens even even if I don't like it's, um, it's happening oh. automatically. You know mm. that's. That's our our thing, you know, um, like like you buy something on Amazon and suddenly, hey, maybe you like this condom too, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Did you
3: like? I, did you order this petroleum jelly? Maybe you want this cucumber replica. Hey, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I know, <Yeah>. I do.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's it's uh, it's totally. Um, Auto automatic uh, automation uh, nowadays, so it's happening automatically yeah. and uh, without your control. Sometimes that you get weird suggestions. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So so I wonder uh, what what else are
0: you planning, guys? I mean, um, well, you do. Um, uh, just just recently, a couple days back, uh, you were part of the Tatas for Tots charity event.
2: Yes. Um, Scarlett Stepford and I uh, ran that. It was pretty cool because uh, now is like the, you know, it's the festive time of year. So mm-hmm. she was like, why don't we do a toy drive? That would be really cool. So we did that. And originally the the show's theme was like, let's do it all toy themed. And then mm-hmm. I was like, I don't have a toy. Drive. Why don't we just be Harley and Ivy? And then I was like, that's an action figure. That's a toy. So then we just made it a nerdy show slash toy show, but it was awesome. And we raised about $300 in cash and had a ton of toys donated and it was wildly successful. So it was really cool. It was really, it was a really good time.
0: Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) Do you, do you think do things like that, like regularly, like, uh, you know, charity events or, or
2: actually, um, that was our first one Mm -hmm. and we are thinking about doing more next year, by the way. (laughs) Cool.
1: But but I think what I didn't ask yet is how long, Mm -hmm. uh, Lily, you are actually doing this burlesque thing?
2: Uh, Going on 10 years.
1: 10 years? Okay. um,
2: Yeah, it's August slash September, it'll be about 10 years.
1: So so like (laughs) five times longer than Wonka, kind of.
2: About. (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy. Like I was thinking about it recently, and I was like, "Whoa! When did that even happen?" <laughs> like, it's crazy to me.
1: <laughs> so, so you started out doing that before it was a thing, because you mentioned it became a thing like recently. Well, it's recent.
2: I was doing burlesque before I knew it was a thing. Okay. I, I was not aware that there was a giant scene in New York. I just did it with some friends because uh, I did Rocky Horror Picture Show. And a bunch of people in that cast were like, let's try this burlesque thing. And I was like, okay. So then I found out a few months later that it was a giant scene in New York. And then I started going into the New York scene and then that's when I was like, I like nerdy stuff. I want to do that. And then I joined um, Cosplay Burlesque uh, the following year. And that's when I kind of found my niche of doing like weird nerdy stuff. And then uh, about when you came on the scene is when it started really mm-hmm. blowing
3: out. yeah.
2: So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been doing burlesque, but burlesque has always been a thing, so. And like the, the nerdy thing was always like, right under the radar, and then all, all of a sudden it was everywhere. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's good to have a community. Hmm. They're frozen. Oh, God, you're frozen. uh Yeah. Can, oh, you're oh, back. You're okay. we're, we're we're frozen
1: too. Can you repeat the last oh, okay. bit maybe? I thought you guys first... were
2: just so interested. <laughs> can, yeah. you,
1: can you repeat the last bit? Because I didn't get that. It was too frozen.
2: It froze and I thought you guys were really bored or
3: really interested.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. no. it was
3: like... Like both of you
1: just... <laughs> like this. I was like, oh. <laughs> No, 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 we are totally professional, oh,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> um, but I was saying that,
2: um the nerdy stuff, I guess, was always bubbling below the surface, and then all of a sudden it blew up, and it's very cool because now there's like more or less a community of nerds who take their clothes off.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, did that retro hype that happened like six years ago, five years ago that did 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 that actually influence your shows or? Your success in any way? I'm sorry. What was the question? I didn't hear you. I mean, I mean that retro hype that kind of broke out, like so the resurgence of retro
0: stuff? retro gaming mm-hmm. and retro stuff.
2: Um, I mean, I suppose. I mean, I started doing um anime themed nerdlesk, and that like I, I I liked a couple animes and like a couple stuff like that. Like, I like but I liked Kingdom Hearts and stuff like that. But uh, a good game. Yeah, it's awesome. We're gonna wait until the end of time for the third. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's never gonna happen. Um, but then you would meet people who would do the more retro thing, and while I love retro games, it's kind of, like I like playing them. It's harder for me to embody them. Does that make sense? Yeah. I know people who do them, and it's like like Luna does uh, Mario, and she does Link. So it's like that's awesome. I I like Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> okay, I, I, I don't see my, but it's harder for me to embody um, a retro gaming. Act. Oh, wait, there is
0: Without, a Sonic would just be just run across the stage and you're done.
3: I've seen that amazing Mrs. Pac-Man act? Sizzle dizzles? I think so. Someone in, it was someone in Philly. I forget the Oh name. no, Sizzles is New York. Okay, <laughs> there's, but there's there's some, I've seen at least one like phenomenal Mrs. Pac-Man act. Like you can if you have the, a good idea, like you can make something for anything. Oh, definitely. <laughs> totally. Well, your Hollywood is technically a retro game. It is. <laughs> Just by technicality. It's mainly uh, the movie. Um, I love that act. But <laughs> I had to learn how to flail. You had to learn yeah, how <laughs> <Yeah. flail. laughs>
1: So is that plastic thing you, you are planning to do for forever? Or would you kind of stop in a place? Because I guess the main issue here is also... The age, you are getting older, kind
0: of. So Never never tell um, a girl that.
2: Wait a minute. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. Uh, There are still performers who have been performing since a very long time. I actually saw a woman perform April, March, and she's incredible. And she's in the 70s or 80s. Yeah, a lot of the uh, the legends, they still perform at festivals, they still come out, and they're amazing. So if you ever see like see a show where the legends are performing, mm-hmm. you gotta go because it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, that question is hard for me because um, I don't see myself going away because I have worked very hard, but currently, I am taking a short break, because as awesome as it is, it's very stressful. Um but I'm never going away.
1: Can't, yeah, I mean me <laughs> I mean H A you're right, it's not a question you're supposed to ask a girl, but ask the same no, no. thing, Charles Martinet, who who is Mario and he said he, he wanna be Mario the Mario vice voice for the next thirty years. So mm-hmm. until he's ninety or something. So I
3: mean <clears throat> if his voice is still Mario. you know, Mario, mm-hmm. then yeah. why the hell not? Um I I plan, I have no intention of ever stopping taking off my clothes, so I don't see why I should stop my pl- intentions of artistically taking them off on stage. It's, yeah, it's like I don't see myself
2: quitting. I mean, taking a breather because crazy, but like, um, when you, you know, I've known performers to be like, no, I quit. I quit. I'm done. And then like a month later, they're like, I'm back, I'm booking, it's like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? <laughs> So it's like, and I know that's what I would do because I I am, I go crazy when I don't have
3: anywhere to go. There's also the this thing that happens a lot with, especially with new performers, where they'll have a boyfriend or something who tries to be okay with it, but he isn't really okay with it. And ultimately, if the boyfriend is not okay with it- Oh, good luck. He goes, he always goes. <laughs> Even if she quits burlesque for like two years, Eventually he goes and she comes back to burlesque every time mm-hmm. <laughs> like you every time
0: we were we were actually ironically he and I were talking about quitting things in the uh, in the intro to this uh, before, <laughs> before we started up with you guys because we had one of our uh, the, the members of the magazine that we do has left he's quitting the whole computer thing and it was just kind of like wh- wh- how would you know if it's something you like doing. Even if you're not going to do it professionally or even if, you know, whatever, it's like, why would you just stop altogether? There's no, no point to it. You know, it's something that you always keep around just in case, you know, it's just a, you know because you enjoy it.
3: Oh, I enjoy it.
0: Hmm. It drives me crazy, but I love well, it. Well.
3: <laughs> I mean, if we quit everything that we didn't do uh, professionally mm-hmm. or as successfully as other people might do, then we wouldn't do anything. No.
0: Nah. Right.
1: So yeah, it's just a common that, question here. Yeah. So,
0: so in, in talking about the le- bringing the legends back up, um, do you have any specific like influences in in the genre that you kind of like have have?
3: <clears throat> you take it first because I need to think. <It's a> <laughs> um, well, I mean, I'm I'm by comparison, I'm a baby, yeah. uh, so, <laughs> so um, I don't know. I, I learned a lot watching watching her. Um, I um, I learned a lot from Stella Chu. Um, mm. And when I first started performing, uh, she wrote me this list of performers' names. and mm-hmm. was like, you need to YouTube search all of them and watch everything of them that you can find. Um, and there were a lot of names on there, but one of the, the biggest ones that I, I like, fell in love with watching the most was Havel Honeysuckle who (sighs) I'm now like friends with now and um, like she's actually I like I remember doing my first show with her um, and I was so intimidated and terrified because I had like only watched YouTube videos of her trying to learn from watching (laughs) her and then suddenly I'm backstage with her and she was actually the sweetest person in the world and I've like done gaming nights with her and her husband and they're the sweetest most wonderful people Um, and I've I've Found the most the best compliments I've ever received are people telling me that um, things I've done on stage have reminded them of her. So <laughs> that,
2: that's awesome.
3: <laughs> that is, that
2: um, is. My inspiration is actually like I'm super corny. It's like my my friends because um, I like I've met legends and they're awesome and they're always sweet and they're always kind. Like I love Hazel mm-hmm. and you know I've met all these great people and it's like I wasn't. I'm self taught. Basically, um, like you had the help, Mm -hmm. like you, you met Stella, you, you knew me, you knew all of us. Mm -hmm. She said your mom'd me a little bit. Yeah, she did. That's awesome. But it's like, I didn't have that. So it was hard for me to go, Oh my God, this performer. Wow. Like I had to just kind of carve a like, okay, cool. So I, um, my, one of my all time favorite performers is uh, actually BB Hart. I love her. I know she's BB Heart <laughs> for less. So. Oh, I know. I love her so much. Um, like there was a, there, there the the bleh. Mm. Yeah. like Magdalena Fox, BB Heart, like they're big nerd last people and they also do classic acts that would like make your eyes bug out like that Wolf in the Looney Tunes. Um, <laughs> but it's like I love them. Joe Weldon, she's incredible. She does a freaking Godzilla act. Like what? Godzilla. Like she makes Godzilla <laughs> sexy what but it's like i i'm inspired by my friends like i see you perform and i'm just like oh my god you're so amazing oh um and i see like luna chase like everyone in ink and paint basically was birthed from my uh glittery loins and um <laughs> i've seen them all grow i've seen them all grow as performers and costuming and everything so we all just kind of inspire each other i'd like to say unless i'm wrong but i that there's my rambly answer sorry
0: that's, right. <laughs> that's probably oh, okay
1: it's yeah we we liked things detailed <laughs> <laughs> oh that sounds odd i I meant it yeah. a different way than it sounds sounded no. <laughs> okay <laughs> yes, well um so so where can people find more about you your stuff
2: um I'm on instagram, I'm on facebook um I have videos up on YouTube. Uh, I have a Twitter. I don't use it, so if you want to follow me, I don't do anything with it. So Instagram, definitely Lily Stitches, and
3: Facebook, Lily Stitches, and YouTube, Lily Stitches. So there you
0: go. Okay.
3: Um, kind of the same deal. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, I don't tweet very hard. I don't. When you I, do, I'm not. When I do, I really do. I suppose. Um, but. <laughs> Uh, you can find me there, um, I'm probably the most active on Facebook and Instagram. It's true.
1: I, I sent you a friend request on Facebook that you didn't answer yet. <gasps> Today. You oh. sent it,
3: you, did you send it to me last night? Yes. Okay, I just didn't get to it. <laughs> okay. sure. I saw that, I saw that my Facebook was doing things I haven't gotten to yet. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm so active on Facebook, I um, yeah. No, I mean, I'm on my fan page, I'm more active.
1: Sure, sure. Mm. So, it's not, so it's not like you didn't decline; you just didn't see it yet. I yeah. see.
0: Okay. <laughs> um, and, and until until two days from now, when we still haven't been accepted as friends, and we realize you know she we just so she just doesn't want to see us again. So,
2: well, I know I'm more careful now about accepting friend requests oh, on my right. actual profile because in the beginning, I accept everybody and it's awesome, and then all of a sudden you post a picture of. You know, I posted the picture once of us and it was like you're a black widow, I'm the joker. Mm-hmm. And um someone kept repeatedly repeatedly uh flagging it. Oh. And there was another one where we were all covered and they just kept flagging it. So it's like
1: But but here's the good thing. Here's the good thing in in the retro uh, demo scene video game area community thing. That is something that people not that's something point uh, that's that's something people pointed out to me as well because I, I, got, I went visiting somebody in, in Lima, Peru, and everybody was like, you're crazy to visit somebody in Lima, Peru that you know since 10 years over the internet, but you never really met in person. You shouldn't do that. And I said, well, the thing is now you have Facebook, Skype, all that, and you have common friends, you know? And if you, if you are really an asshole, and you are doing harassment Hever- or something. You are, you can be pretty sure that a common friend is finding out and you will be losing your face. So that's something like, that's something I've, I've noticed. I, I always thought like I, I'm not afraid of people doing bad things to me because somebody else will find out. So it will be oh. to their own disadvantage. This is how so, I, this is how I, this is how I, uh, how I handle it so far. So.
2: So don't get murdered because someone else will find
1: out. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. I mean <laughs> I mean people 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 know me and if if I mess up I will lose my good reputation. I would it would be I would hurting myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why why would I want want to risk hurting myself, you know?
2: You don't
1: want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's my that's my perspective. But of course, I understand not everybody thinks ahead and not everybody cares about what other people think. Some people really do crappy, creepy things, but I, I would, would never do that because it happened to me, and I wouldn't do that to anybody else. So, yeah. no,
2: no one's gonna send you more moans. No more moans.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's actually actually it's interesting because it's kind of creepy, like oh, and a missed message. And then ooh. and then you are like, fuck what
2: that? Oh it's that? like ghosts. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's-, it's like ooh. ghosts,
1: sexy ghosts. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So um yeah. So so it has been a topic among my friends and my my mother was totally concerned. But I said <laughs> like the community is self controlling itself. <laughs> and if you yeah. mess up somebody will find out and you will lose, you will lose your face. So this is why I always uh, said, "Don't do anything bad to anybody."
2: I like that. I like that. Let's not do anything bad. Yeah, I'm gonna steal your face. Steal <laughs> so your face straight right over there, Saul. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of, of course, I know my experience doesn't match yours,
0: but
3: no. York
0: he, 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 J- 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 doesn't make a very good uh, a very good um, um, Harley Quinn.
2: No, you <laughs> need at least a wig.
0: Yeah. Mm.
1: You you mean like um, Freddy Krueger or something? What? what? Uh, Where did that come
0: yeah, from? Yeah, you might make a good Freddy Krueger. That's a that's a possibility. Perfect. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no. I I can't do harm to anybody. I'm so nice. There's the question. Yeah. Now, now burlesque is 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 um traditionally it's 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 women you know dancing. Hmm? Are there any guys that try to do this?
3: Oh my God! There's so many guys. It's wonderful. Yeah. A lot of people will call it Boylesque, okay. <laughs> which is a, a cute term. But there's there's a king of burlesque, um, there's uh, Boylesque festivals, and you know there are lots of shows that will just- in, Cater you know, to it. Cater to mm. that specifically, um, but those but those performers will still be booked in shows that are awesome. mixed gendered.
0: Okay. There Super you go.
3: Awesome. A lot of them do nerdy stuff too. Oh yeah.
0: Mm. So York, we we've got a potential career. <laughs> In, in emptying auditoriums. No. <laughs> well,
1: maybe maybe it would hire the amount of listeners or yeah. watchers. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so so yeah. do you have guys have anything happening in the future? Anything to that's planned that we should look out for and that, that people should attend and and buy tickets for and
2: I keep doing that. <laughs> um <laughs> I'll be at Roxy and Duke's Roadhouse in Denham, New Jersey, on uh, January second for this giant metal show. Oh. It like it's an all day event where there's all these like crazy metal bands, and then at night there's metal burlesque. It's cool. And I'll be doing glow burlesque in Newark, New Jersey, and it's all black light oh. burlesque. It's pretty cool on uh, December nineteenth.
3: Hmm.
0: Cool.
2: You, your turn. Uh,
3: my turn. Um. I might be in a holiday show next week, but I haven't been told if I am or not yet. That's so I awesome. I love that. <laughs> um, um, I'm also in the the same metal show. You are? Yeah. Cool. I just got added to that. Oh, cool. All <laughs> yeah, right. So I'm doing the Surprise. same metal show and I'll check my calendar, but I'm doing uh, a show in New York but with a White Elephant Burlesque at uh, the Rock Bar. Oh, nice. Um I think it's going to be Oh, it's the first the first Wednesday of February. January is still pretty open. And uh, I just got
2: accepted into the uh, Boston Burlesque Exposition. Oh, Super cool. I'll be uh, performing in the main event on Saturday night, and I'll be competing.
1: Hmm. Oh, Perfect. good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Absolutely. Thank good you.
3: Stay, stay tuned on our Facebook pages. Oh, yeah. We always post everything that we're doing. It's true,
2: because everything
3: changes. Yeah.
2: Hmm.
0: Maybe we'll do a remote because you guys are from my my neck of the woods. I'm from Jersey as well. Oh
2: so, no way!
0: Mm-hmm. Cool, awesome. awesome. Right. Cool. Yeah. So, so we will definitely stay in touch.
2: Definitely awesome. Thank, you for, yep. yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Thank you for thank you for sitting and putting putting up with us for an hour.
2: Dude, it's all good. I'm gonna go over to a Christmas party now.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. Enjoy <laughs> enjoy your Christmas party.
1: All
2: right. All right. Yes, okay.
1: Bye. yeah thank See you, much.
2: you
0: bye Bye-bye. that was Lily stitches and Vanka Romanov um who were again they were the the um uh, burlesque dancers um at a video game con uh, they do a lot of other stuff um it's gotten dark here <laughs> I've been, yeah, I've been looking at this too. blue splotch on the wall. It's it's you can it's so much more viewable in the video than it is in real life. It's not it's barely there in real life, but on, on the video, it's all over the place.
1: Who cares? Yeah, right. it's all good.
0: Spot. Whatever. It's 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 seasonal. It's Christmas. Look. <laughs> That's a proof. <laughs> yes. And and their sweaters. So <laughs> so anyway, uh that was that was Lily and Vonka. Um you can check them out, uh, on Facebook and it's, you know, facebook.com. Look up Vanka Romanov. Look up Lily Stitches. You'll find them there. It's facebook.com slash Lily Stitches, uh, Instagram.com slash Lily Stitches, Twitter slash Lily Stitches. Same thing with Vonka Romanov. It's Twitter slash Vonka Romanov. All that. Um, you can also check out, uh, uh, inkpaintburlesque.com. That's the Ink and Paint Club burlesque that was uh, co-founded by, by Lily and Vonka is also a member of that. So you can check them out there. You can check out mygeekgoddess.com. That is uh, Vonka and Phelan Lakes, who was another um, of the dancers at a video game con, has have have photo sets on there that you can you can check out and purchase and all that stuff. Um, so check them out and uh, you know keep your eye open and don't send them creepy pictures and messages.
1: <laughs> yeah as we just learned they don't like and appreciate I don't that. think
0: anybody likes and appreciates that actually you know I kind of fell off
1: disturbed yeah
0: yeah yeah exactly so check them out um, us you know the drill with us sceneworld.org uh, is the website uh, you can go there for new things and we have a new twitch section so you can go on and see us when we are broadcasting live on Twitch which we might do at some point in the near future um, me. I'm just westofhell.com. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at, at Arthur J. Heller. Uh, yep. Jurg is on Twitter. He's at NAFCOM, and uh, his page is uh, NAFCOM.eu that you can look Thank at. Thank you, AJ. Yes, yes exactly. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. So that, that's us. Um, this will be the last one for 2015. Merry Christmas, everybody, and we will see you next year. And Happy New Year.